This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. Well, this is a great Sunday because we're highlighting uh, several of the ways our church is involved in in mission. Uh, We've heard about uh, the Smiths going to Kenya. And again, tonight at 5 o'clock, we're going to have a a great dessert. Come, let's pray with the Smiths, find out more about how we can support them. We've heard from the team, or the beginnings of the team, that's going to go to KICY. And, uh, of course, that is ministering to our state and beyond here in Alaska. And last month, we had a team of 13 uh, people from our church go to Topeak, Mexico uh, to serve with La Fuente Ministries. In Spanish, that means the fountain. And uh, our church here, Community Covenant, has been involved now for two years in a ministry partnership with La Fuente. Uh, they began with missionaries, Dwight and Mary Jo Hansen. Uh, I first met the Hansons in Sonoma County uh, at the church I pastored there. Uh, Mary Jo's parents uh, were members of, of the church there. And they shared with me about their daughter and son-in-law who had a dynamic ministry in Mexico and asked if we'd be interested in hearing them speak. So they came and they shared. And uh, the church in Sonoma County has been supporting that ministry now for several years. And when we first came here, we were asked if there were any ministries that we knew about that would be good partners for our church that we could partner with in, in mission. And of course, I said, well... Uh, La Fuente, Dwight, and Mary Jo Hansen, uh, they have a great ministry. And, well, the rest is history. And for two years now, our church has supported them. You may know that as a part of that ministry, uh, they have uh, a group home called Nana's House. Actually, two of them, one for boys, one for girls. These are boys and girls that uh, basically have been abused, abandoned, Several of them have been in and out of government facilities, but the government can't do anything with them. And so they came to Mary Jo and Dwight and said, hey, can you help us? And uh, now they have, well, the the numbers vary, but now they have close to 30 boys and girls in a girl's home, in a a boy's home, where they minister to them. And it's just wonderful to see uh, the change, the transformation in these kids' lives because they've been touched by the love of Jesus Christ. And it is dramatic. And even in the the few years that I've been, in the two years that our church has sent a team, we can see the transformation in the lives of these kids. I mean, it is powerful. You know the gospel changes things. You know where Jesus is present, lives change. And it's good stuff. So, uh, La Fuente, they, they have Nana's house. They also are very active uh, they've planted over 21 churches throughout Mexico. Uh, they have a Bible school there. Uh, it's just a wonderful ministry that we are a part of. And we, we took a team of 13 people. So we're going to hear from about half the team this hour and the other half of the team next hour. We want to talk with you and share with you about all that we saw God do, not only there in the lives of those we serve, but in our lives uh, as we served others. So if we could have the team come up right now. Our 9 a.m. representatives, come on up. All right, everybody's here. Good.
So, we'll start here. If you'd hold on to that, Jeff. I know it's heavy. That microphone's heavy. All right. Let's hold on to that. Um, this is a wonderful thing because we had uh, not only individuals go, but we had a whole family go. We had a married couple go. We had a, a mom and a, a teenage son go. Uh, so it was a, a very a dynamic team, uh, multi-generational. I think I was the oldest, wasn't I? Yeah. Don't look at me now, Jeff. <laughs> All right. I think I'm the oldest that went. Um, us old guys, we still have it in us. Uh, but it was a great team. It was intergenerational. And the thing that you're going to hear this morning that is really powerful is that God used each of these persons and used them right where they're at. You know, uh, Thad and Christina as teenagers. God had a ministry for them. And God used them. Uh, the adults, uh, uniquely qualified in special ways. Uh, with life experience, with skills that God had given them over the years. God used those. And so the great part about this team is that there was nothing left on the table. God used every part of what he's built into the lives of the people who went. And it's exciting to see that. So what I want to do is uh, I'm going to ask some questions from the team, from our panel. And I'm going to start with Patty. I know. I and, knew I wouldn't yeah. be the first one to be able and, to talk and, and in our just, family. Just introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. Um, Patty Bubna, okay. um, Jeff's wife. I'm and Patty, how did God use your specific talents and abilities on this trip? Okay, um, before leaving, I was kind of anxious and, uh, okay, how is going to be this? I knew it was evident my Spanish will be my talent to use there and uh, the culture of course my identify myself with the culture um, that was very clear for me but then I was even a little confused how I'm going to use my talents my skills there you know how it's going to be this I was anxious and amazingly I found that each day I could use many of my talents I discovered things in me that I could use there as physical therapies, as working with kids for many years, and uh, stronger, you know, strongest part was the, my life experience as a, you know, person and a mom and a wife. So how I could uh, use those um, to interact with the people there, with the kids, with people in other churches, and um, it was amazing uh, how much you know I could. Um, use from me and learn from me there and of course from the other members in my family and the team. And Patty, what would be your, your biggest surprise? The biggest surprise was that um, I, I, of course we work hard every day there but it was more what I got from this experience that I gave in the experience so I learned each day from these kids, from the pastors there, from if people in the churches we visit from each member of the team I learned beautiful beautiful things that are going to be forever in me and um, something um, you know I, beautiful for me was to see my daughter uh, work, God working through, through her there and see her uh, using skills or talents that they come from Jeff and some they come from me and see, seeing that in here, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, how God has, 
is has been working in her life and is working in her life and the jump I could see in her like for example in a gift of praying she is is so powerful so how that is working in our family and when Christina is praying with us it's just it's just amazing wonderful Tim uh, you're Tim uh, doesn't like to speak much. He's a man of few words, but much action. Okay. And uh, Tim, how are you? Uh, how are you most stretched and challenged to grow on this trip? Uh, Janelle's laughing right now. But when we went to uh, Bea Vista to distribute food bo- food boxes and pray with the local people and to <clears throat> get them to know that the church plant was there and raise awareness of that and. Um, so we were there for a while, and, and nobody came. There's a few children came by, but we decided to walk out through the village and go door to door and talk and pray to people. And uh, Janelle went first <laughs> and uh, did a, m- a really great job and led the way, and then I got uh, to be second, voluntold, <laughs> which that's really not of me to... Uh, I'm not much for praying for people anyway but out in um, strangers and it was pretty incredible um, just to go up there and find out that the guy that I was praying for with um, one of the reasons he didn't attend church was because he was busy working all the time but he asked for prayer for his children so we did that and that kind of came to the this point where Everybody that prayed for everybody was touched by kind of a same similar circumstance. It was pretty cool. So you're a you're a contractor by trade, and the Lord had you use that skill because you did lots of building and assistance there. Um, they built a new stage in their worship center, and and uh, Tim was very very involved with that, as were others. But but God used you to build into people's lives in a way you didn't expect through, through that prayer mm-hmm. through connecting with that man who uh, his life experience in some way mirrored yours in the past before you became a regular church attender working a lot mm-hmm. uh, maybe not having the time to, to, to really prioritize uh, your life spiritually uh, but the Lord has seen that change in your life and here you had the opportunity to share that with someone that you'd never met before that God placed you two together in the divine appointment. That was a powerful thing. Um, So here's a question. How has your walk with Christ changed as a result of your experience on this trip? Well, just um, kept hearing that fear is not of the Lord. And that's always been a a fear of mine is, is praying for people and praying with people. And during this trip... There was times when we were at the different services and just going out to, it didn't matter who, I just walk up to anybody and just start praying for them and praying with them and acting, not acting, they were, they were our brothers and sisters and just, it was so amazing. That, yeah. that, that fear is gone now and it's really cool. Yeah. You know, prayer changes things. And uh, by the way, uh, again, you know, we have our prayer team in the back. Uh, if any time during the service you want prayer or after the service, uh, we'd love to pray with you. Tim would love to pray with you in his newfound ministry. All right? You bet. 
And, uh, of course, we have our prayer wall as well. Hey, how many of you have seen uh, the progression of prayer requests move to answered prayer on our prayer wall? Isn't that great? And so the Lord is, is really creating a dynamic ministry of prayer in our church and, and in Tim's life and ministry in a way that was totally unexpected. And uh, who knows, Tim, you may be leading up the prayer team here someday. <laughs> ah, all right. So I want to I talk with Thad here. I want you to hear from Thad. Now, you may or may not know this, uh, but Thad is a two-year starting quarterback, a varsity quarterback, um, for our own Eagle River High School Wolves. All right, that's right. And uh, that's no small task. Okay? Uh, he does a great job. But that, one of the things I want to ask you is that uh, how did God use your athletic ability to connect with others on this trip? So going into this trip, I knew about three words in Spanish. And so I couldn't really talk to anybody or anything like that. But I think that sports is like a universal language. And so I really got to connect with the orphans and stuff at Nana's house. And I don't know about you guys, but when I think of orphans, I think of younger kids. But there are also teenagers my age and stuff like that. So I couldn't really talk with them, but I got to throw the football around with them, play soccer with them. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it, it, was, it was amazing, as that said. Sports is a universal language, and uh, you may not know this, but in Mexico, they also play American football. And uh, there was a Saturday where we actually went to a football game. It was with girls, um, and several of them were from Nana's house. Uh, but there were also a boys' team, and they were going to practice later. And uh, Thad... Uh, began to throw the football around with the boys, and, and instantly there was a uh, touch football game that was going on, and, and, and Thad was leading a team and talking with the boys and relating to them, and it was just amazing uh, to see uh, how that happens. Again, you know, you wouldn't expect it. Um, here Thad is, a, a high school quarterback in Eagle River. Uh, he goes to Mexico where you think everybody plays soccer, and uh, the next thing you know, a football game breaks out. And it was great. And uh, Thad, I want to ask you, um, would you consider going again? Why or why not? Absolutely. Really looking forward to going next year if you let me, Pastor Todd. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be really cool if I get to go back to see how things have changed, how the work that we did there helped them, seeing how people change in uh, my friends that I made there. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back. Right, yeah. And again, it, it, it's wonderful to see how every person that went, God used them in such a unique way. And you may be sitting out here thinking to yourself, gosh, you know, could God use me? Uh, whether it be in, in Mexico or at Nome uh, or right here uh, in Eagle River. By the way, just an aside, we'll, we'll put Mexico on hold. We are developing a dynamic partnership with the Boys and Girls Club here, right here, uh, in uh, Eagle River. And uh, we already have had uh, Thanksgiving. We did a Thanksgiving dinner there. Uh, Pastor Tyler has uh, been uh, leading guitar lessons for some of the kids. Uh, I just committed this summer to uh, taking eight and nine-year-old boys through a program called Passport to Manhood 
where I'll be meeting with them and we'll be going through this curriculum, helping them learn what it means to be a man with integrity, what it means to be a man with character. Uh, and on the, uh, in May, we're going to have the director from the Boys and Girls Club come here and share about a wonderful new development and opportunity. So, why do I say this? Because you may think to yourself, well, I'll never go to Nome, or I'll never go to Mexico, but I'm telling you, there are things right here in Eagle River that allow you and me to be a part of Christ's work of bringing his hope and healing and wholeness to people. And so, please be open and know that even as you're hearing today, that God will take you right where you're at, with your life experience, with your talents, and he will use that in a way that nobody else could minister except you. Do you know that? And so just be open to that. And as you hear about opportunities, ask yourself, God, how do you want to use me? And there are going to be opportunities locally as well. All right. Well, let's move on here. Back to Mexico. Ah, Christina. It was wonderful uh, to see you as a, a beautiful young woman who loves Jesus. And, and you have a unique life experience that, that God used, I think, for me anyway, it was an unexpected way, uh, there at, at Nana's house. How did God use your life experience to minister to the girls there? Well, my whole childhood, there were always medical issues. And I'm not going to dwell like, too deep into that, just because it's a very long story. But it was always kind of like, ignoring the medical aspect of it, it was always just kind of like I didn't fit in from the other kids at my school, the people around me, because my experiences were totally different. I wasn't regularly like spending time like playing outside. Instead, I'd be like coloring in the van my mom had on my way to doctor's appointments. And so it was always kind of like, well, I'm not like everybody else. So I felt kind of excluded because it was, I didn't know anybody that I could relate to that was my age. So when I was in Mexico, I met this girl. Her name is Tonansi. And she reminds me a lot of myself when I was younger because we both kind of had a similar struggle and I was able to use my experience to hopefully help her. I kind of gave her advice and like kind of what I would do to cope with the issues that I had when I was younger that she also has very similar ones right now that she's struggling with. And just kind of offering comfort and telling her like, yeah, I've, I've been through this same thing. I know what it's like. I know how it feels. And like the biggest part was just like, you're not alone in this. Yeah. So, so God took struggles that you've experienced in your life and, and placed you with these young women who have similar struggles. And this one young woman in particular uh, something that you could relate very closely to. Mm. And because you're bilingual, yeah. you could not only relate to her as a, as a young woman, but you could speak to her in her own language. Mm -hmm. That was powerful to see that and how God, again, had a divine appointment. And that was great. Now, here, here's the big question we're all wanting to know. What was it like going on a mission trip with your parents? <laughs> 
Well, that's, uh, I guess, a sensitive subject. <laughs> but it was really amazing. I mean, honestly, it wasn't really that different from the dynamic my parents and I have at home. But it was kind of a little different when we were in Mexico because it was kind of like, oh, I'm not completely answering to them because they're not really, like, the leaders of the group. <laughs> so there was one instance where my dad, he asked me to, like, go buy a soda for him, like, down the street. <laughs> and Mary Rawl was just like, no, she can't do that. She can't go off by herself. And he was just like, oh, no, I have to get up and do this myself. So... <laughs> That was definitely a difference, but it was also it was also really nice just to see kind of i mean i've I've lived with my parents obviously my whole life pretty much so i i know I think I know them very well, but it was pretty interesting just kind of to see a different side of them when we were in Mexico because I saw us kind of come out of our comfort zone because I think kind of for the three of us it's not like we'd regularly just kind of like go up to people and be like, hey, can I pray for you? So that was, that was pretty big. I know for, like for me that was way out of my comfort zone. I've, I've never really done that before. And I think the same goes for like my mom and my dad because it's just kind of, it's not something we've, we've really done. Good, good. And it was really amazing just kind of to see us come out of our comfort zone and just do things we wouldn't normally do here in the States. So not only is this life changing, but it can change your family dynamic. Yeah, yeah. so All uh, right. every night now we're actually praying, for the three of us together, and just like kind of the way that we pray is a lot different than before we left. Wow. Heidi. Okay. Heidi and Tim go together. Okay. And uh, Heidi... You, you've been on two trips now. You went last year. You've been again this year. Uh, what was a major difference between your experience on last year's trip and this year's trip? Well, last year, um, my heart was full of the kids. They just came around us and loved us so much. You know, you think you're giving all the love, but you're receiving tenfolds back. And uh, that charged me up to continue um, making flags and doing um, fundraisers because I want Nana's house to be successful, of course. And so this year, going back, um, we've seen the fruits of our labor, truly. Um, <clears throat> the kids are thriving, as you said. You, um, they are clothed, they're clean, they're fed, um, they're happy, they're in sports. You see that goodness. And... Um, this year, my heart was led more towards <clears throat> the La Fluente ministry of church planting. And that kind of surprised me because it just did. And they planted 21 churches. So in our daily um, schedule, we would either be at one church plant. And it's not a church with buildings and walls necessarily. Um, if you read some of the articles, it's just raw earth with um, people showing up and um, again just to see uh, God's love and it's just hard to put into words 
really the Holy Spirit is working there, and they need our support. They need our prayers. They need our finances. They need us to show up. And for short-term ministries, I saw that uh, the relationships, um, you know, you're more comfortable with them now. Once you experience something with a person or have a broken conversation because of the language barrier, um, that universal smile or sport, uh, it, uh, it goes a long ways. And they're doing good. You know, these places are very impoverished. They have nothing. So you think about everything that you have, you know, your the clothing, the roof over your head. Um, it was really chilly when we first got to Mexico. And I was a little bit embarrassed to say, I needed another blanket on my bed because I was cold. And I was sleeping with Tim, you know, and he's a heater. And so it, it's just a conglomerate of... Uh, just growing um, spiritually and yeah and one of the things I saw you may not know this about Heidi but she's like the Pied Piper of children I mean she shows up where there are small children in particular and she's a magnet I mean it's amazing to see it and uh, I saw that there were there were kids that Heidi had met last year that remembered her and when she showed up, I mean, it was like, bam, they were on her lap. They wanted to play with her. And it was just a beautiful thing to see. And, and how going two years in a row, building relationship, even deepens the kind of ministry that you're able to have. And so that was wonderful to see that. That was really good to see that. Jeff. He was one of the uh, team elders. So to speak. Okay. Can I just just tell you a little bit about when we first came to this church real quickly? Oh, if you want to. Yeah. Go um, ahead. This is unscripted, folks. This was 16 years ago. I told Pastor Mark, um, yeah, that we'd like to start attending, but if they ever called me up front, it'd be my last Sunday. Well, we we love you and your family, and uh, we wish... No, I'm just kidding. You've now had me up front twice. So, uh, what did God reveal to you about others and yourself on this trip? You know, um, real diverse personalities, different talents, you know, we had in our group. And it it takes all of those. I mean, um, it takes, you know, the craftsman, the people person, the athlete. Um, It takes the sergeant major to get y'all going at the right time. Um... It takes all of that to make a group work. And those are all important things, but, but the most important thing was is, is that God can use any of us. I mean, I didn't really, wasn't too excited about going on this trip. I mean, um, I'm monolingual. Everybody else in my home is more than, you know, bilingual. Um, I didn't really feel like I needed to be immersed in Spanish culture. I mean, I've been in Spanish immersion for 20 years. Um, but it was it was it was real. It was a really good thing. I mean, any family um, that would even consider doing this, I would really encourage you to do. To not worry about the finances. Um, that'll work out. 
uh, to, to, to do this. I mean, God can use everyone. God can use me. He can use you. Um, it was neat to see people come together in, in common goals and purpose. It was, uh, it was different because, you know, I, you know, when I start something, I want to get it done. And things run kind of like my house. They run on a real different time schedule, you know. And um, to remember that, that, that there's, it, it's relational in how you do it. It's not necessarily what you get accomplished in terms of, you know, projects and stuff like that. But it, it's just opening your heart to these people. And you get so much more back than you can give. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, probably a hundredfold. And, um, you know, it, it um, I, I would really like to encourage anybody. And, you know, if, if you ever think about, well, vacation time or money or something or let that hold you back, don't. We'll make that happen. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, we have so much in common with those people in our walks and our faith, our struggles in life. There may be a different language, but it's still the same God. It's still the same challenges in life. Um, you know, and um, we learned a lot more from them, and they gave us much more than we ever gave them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, you, the congregation, uh, your generosity enabled us to go. Uh, you participated in several team fundraisers. I know many of you supported individually members of the team so they could go. And so in doing this this morning, we want to thank you. And we want you also to know that uh, you were there with us and you enabled this to happen. And we did this together uh, as a church. And uh, we ought to celebrate and thank God for the wonderful things uh, that he did on this trip but that he continues to do uh, as we pursue Christ and his priorities together uh, here at Community Covenant Church. Also, just want to let you know, uh, the Star, uh, the, the newspaper, the, the Star, uh, picked up an article written by our own Mary Rawl about the trip, uh, and they didn't edit it. It talks about prayer, it talks about ministering to people, uh, it, it, it is wonderful. If you haven't picked that up yet, you haven't seen that, I uh, would encourage you to do that. Uh, but that's wonderful because now the community is hearing about the work of Christ um, through this church. And, and so that's a powerful, wonderful thing. So, team, thank you. Let's hear it for our team.